The thoughts, views, and opinions expressed by us are ours and do not reflect those of our employers, co-workers, family, or friends. While we have conversations about various topics, any mentions of drugs, sex, religion, politics, and the like that offends anyone should be considered satire and for entertainment purposes only. And yes, we can get a little toxic. So if you're easily triggered, have unresolved trauma, can't take a joke, or don't enjoy adult conversations, you've been warned. Listener discretion is advised. We hope you enjoy the show. Man, I'll, I'll never get tired of hearing that disclaimer. The music is flowing. I felt like a chorus should have, like, enjoyed the show. And then a chorus would have came on. He would have came back with a second verse on a disclaimer. But anywho, how you do, girl? <laughs> So I do enjoy listening to the disclaimer. It's kind of weird. I thought it was just me at first, to be honest. Like, is it weird that I be jamming to the disclaimer? But more importantly, the part, the very end, right, where it's like, if you don't enjoy adult conversations. And so, I don't know. I, I, I feel you on that. I like it as well. So I'm doing well. You know, this is birthday week. Woo, woo. Birthday weeks, so sad season. Is that what we're talking about? That is about? a fact. We are okay. now. We've been in sad season. However, uh, we celebrate the entire season. So please feel free to say happy birthday in the comments. Although Hello. my birthday is later on this week, but just recognize sad season is the entire until December twenty second. Just in case you're confused. Yes, because you know <laughs> I was all about Scorpio season. I didn't even pay attention to everybody else. But but my good sis, birthday is coming up. How can I not? pay attention to, to that now that I know that that's what's happening. So yes, shout out to you and your birthday. You got any special plans or are you still trying to figure it out? So technically we're um, kind of figuring out, but there's this club I want to check out. It's called the Swingers Club. Now, before people get confused and think otherwise, it's actually a miniature golf club in DC um, located in DuPont Circle. So please feel free. Um, if you're out there listening to the Swingers Club to hit me up, like, oh, thanks for the shout out. But if not, it's all good. I'm coming there for the brunch. And so you soliciting already. <laughs> you soliciting already. Like, girl, we, we barely passed season one and you soliciting. I ain't mad at you. But that's that's kind of that's pretty um, what's the word? Pretty clever, right? Swingers club, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, how can you but but you can't be mad if people assume something else from a name like that though, right? I mean Right. You show up like, hey man, where's the party at? And it's like, no, nigga, this is golf. Oh shit, the fuck? And it's miniature golf at that. You know what I'm saying? And you know, but that's that's crazy. <laughs> but shout out to you then for your birthday. I hope you have an amazing birthday. Um, my birthday was chill. Um, but other than that, man, the week is good. Let me let's listen before we continue. Gotta shout out to good brother Jay. Unfortunately, couldn't be here with us. Um, I was gonna ask you, like, is it a pop-up if you plan it? Because you know, I know we were talking about doing these more regularly, but calling it a pop-up, I feel like a pop-up is like, hey, we didn't call or nothing, we just popped up. Um, versus like, you know, we kind of planned it a little bit. It might not be the main conversation we normally have, but here we are. What are your thoughts on that? So 
I kind of consider this a pop-up because, um, let's be honest, we know what it's going to do until almost the last minute. Let's be that's honest. True. That's true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. And right. so I consider it a, a pop-up. Now, maybe last week, not so much, because we did kind of plan to pop-up and pop in to talk about the season. And so, but today I'm going to go ahead and consider this a pop-up because up until five minutes ago, I wasn't even sure this was going to happen. And that's so, a fact. That's a fact. I, I think about... About 30 minutes ago, I was starting having questions, you know, and it was like, doom, doom. but now nah, I'm with you. You're right. You know, you're absolutely right. Cause if the way that it happened, yes. Now mm-hmm. had it happened the other way then yes, it would have probably been like not a pop-up. But with that being said though, there are some things that did pop up though. I know you had a couple of topics you wanted to get into, you know, listen, we like talking our talk. Um, that's probably one of the main reasons why we do it too, right? It's okay. like, let's just talk about some things that came up and see who it resonates with. So what are some of the things I know? I forgot which one you mentioned, but yeah, let's talk oh, about it. So since we're talking about pop-ups, pop-ups, <laughs> one of the things that popped up on the timeline and the feed and everywhere else that you want to be or see uh, was Jonathan Majors. I mm. cannot believe <laughs> what he, what his ex-girlfriend testified to in court. She apparently mm. testified that Jonathan major asked her to be more like Coretta Scott King or Michelle Obama. Now, my first thought was, hold on a second. Hold on a second. You're asking this woman, this <laughs> snow bunny, <laughs> to <Talk> be. <laughs> said an Umar Johnson term. Dr. Umar <laughs> term. Why, that's why I said it, because I was like, no, but seriously, though, I was like, you're asking this woman to be and emulate somebody who... I don't understand. Like she can't emulate Coretta Scott King. She can't emulate Michelle Obama. And why are you asking her to be more like them when you chose this person? And so if you didn't, if you wanted somebody like Coretta Scott King or somebody like Michelle Obama, why didn't you choose somebody that was like Coretta Scott King or Michelle Obama? At the minimum, you can even start with the outside appearances to get that much closer to that. (laughs) (laughs) To, To that. However... Either way it go, you can't ask somebody to be somebody that they're not, is what I'm saying. I'm like, come on, you chose her. I mean, I'm going I'm to disagree a little bit, a little bit of pushback on that. Well, number one, just for those folks who may not be fully aware, Jonathan Majors is currently, I, I believe, in court facing the charges um, that stemmed from uh, the TV situation that apparently happened in like a vehicle or Uber or something like that a while back. Um, a lot of people started, you know, being off him a little bit. So now the trial has finally come. Mm-hmm. And so she's talking about SM as, uh, you know, what was brought up. Now, the reason why I disagree with you is because Carisha may look like the women that he mentioned, but she don't act like them, right? Mm-hmm. So just because you choose somebody who looks the part or who's black doesn't mean that they automatically know how to behave themselves like Michelle Obama, right? So just to be honest, and plus, like, from the way it sounds in their dynamic, uh, it sounds like there was probably just some volatility and some toxicity there from both sides, maybe. Um, I do think that sometimes women might feel free enough to get free with the hands a little bit. So I do think that maybe because she was charged too, right? I, well, she was arrested initially after he had pressed charges, but I think mm-hmm. the DA had declined to go ahead and move forward with it. So for, for her to say that out of her mouth, the way that I can interpret that is that he was like, yo, shorty, you wildin'. You need to calm down. You need to move with a little bit more dignity, a little bit more grace. Right. And I think speaking of which, the fact that he brought up those two amazing black queens, even though he was dating a snow bunny, 
probably still deserves a little bit of grace. It wasn't like he was like, yo, I want you to act like this other white. Nah, he was like, yeah, you might be white on the inside, but the content of your character is not giving Michelle Obama. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like how you spun that to get that MLK Jr. in there. I like how you spun that, you know? <laughs> so I'm going to give him a little bit of grace a little bit of grace in regards to, I guess, him asking for her to show up in that way. But, I mean, to your point, she's not Black. So, you know, if that's not going to... It may not resonate with her. Like, she may not be able to connect the dots of what he really means by that because maybe she's missing the cultural. So if he's really trying to get her to do certain behavior, then maybe he could have picked somebody that would more likely resonate with her. But if she's one of those down-ass nobody, she might know, oh, yeah, of course, when you go low, I go high. <laughs> you know, I don't she know. might be on that type of time. <laughs> I don't think so. Cause if she was, let's be honest, she wouldn't have brought that up in court. <laughs> like he basically told me, be this these people. I think that she may not have been on that level. However, I do agree with what, what you said. I said he can start with the anesthetics. I ain't say that that automatically is quake. You mean the aesthetic? You trying yeah, to knock whatever. her out? You trying to put her to sleep? <laughs> whatever. Wait, you're right. It is aesthetics. My fault. <laughs> it is I've never heard of a woman being a knockout, but this is ridiculous. But no, go- <laughs> it is aesthetics. My apologies for that. I'm just saying he can start with the cosmetic approach first. The aesthetics. You can choose Carisha. So the aesthetics, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see I'm back on, I'm off to a great start today. This is, uh, I don't know how to feel. Like, is this, I don't know. I'm confusing myself right now. No, that but seriously. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, I meant aesthetics. <laughs> yes. Yes. I am totally with you on that. Well, listen, you know, actually, speaking of interracial couples, you know, we could ping pong this thing, right? Because recently, uh, Jeannie Ma, Jenny Mai, Jenny Ma, whatever, however way you pronounce her name, there's been more updates on the divorce between Jeezy and Jenny Mai, right? If I understand the chronology of things, the, he filed for divorce, and then I think she had to respond. Um, I think part of her response is has been to intimate that there was some infidelity that was going on in the relationship. Like she didn't really outright say or didn't necessarily speak to a specific incident, but I think she referenced a clause in their prenup that said that if this were to occur, that there may be some financial situation right now. What I think is interesting about that, and I don't know the timeline because I'd be interested to to go back and look and see if it happened after the Neil Long conversation, right? Because another the way that the the paragraph was written it was almost like if you flirt, that can be considered cheating, right? Mm-hmm. To a certain extent, the way that it was written, it wasn't just you had to have sex. It was open-ended. There wasn't a specific amount that was supposed to be given as a penalty for this thing. But it just was funny to me because initially you didn't hear about infidelity. He was the one that filed. And now all of a sudden, you know, now she's saying, hey, let's pay attention to this paragraph. And conversely, um, he said that Shorty was gatekeeping him spending time with his child. Now he made it a point to say, hey, I don't think it's malicious. And I've never really heard it called gatekeeping, but essentially what he's saying is, is that he wants to see his kid more, but she's not really allowing it, right? So I think that's what the whole gatekeeping, but he made it a point to say, hey, I do not think it's malicious, right? And so what do you think about I, I got my own thoughts, but what do you think about him saying, hey, Shorty is gatekeeping my time with my child. And she is like, hey, this thing right here, it might be of relevance. What do you think about that? You think she's being messy? You think he's handling a certain type of way? What are your thoughts? 
So I do believe she may be a little bit messy, you know, since he did come out with that Neil Long interview where he said, wasn't it black men don't cheat? Is that what he said? He did say that. In fact, like real niggas don't cheat. He said that. You know what I'm saying? He stood on that the way he said that. Right. So now she's like, hmm, looking at him sideways and like, well, just because you put this out there, let me go ahead and put this clause out there. And then while she may not have said you're doing it or you're not doing it. Uh, per se, but she wanted to kind of muddy the waters to say, yo, he's saying black men don't cheat, but maybe he did a little cheating. Um, I'm confused as to what's considered cheating when you say it was so open-ended where even flirting could be considered cheating because I know like some people say if you hold hands with somebody, you cheat. If you hug somebody, you cheat. Or if you kiss somebody, you cheat. So what's, where, where does cheating start for the person? Where does it start for that individual? And how is it? Some people say that women emotionally cheat first or mentally cheat first. Mm-hmm. And then they cheat. And mental cheating is worse than the physical cheating, which I've always been confused as to why is that worse? But the I mental just, <laughs> versus the physical? No, I know why it's worse. Oh, why okay. they I was about that. to say, I was <laughs> like, you know, I'll take the time to, you know, just give you my, my thoughts on that. Uh, <laughs> No, I know why they say it, but you know, but I find it fascinating that they consider mental cheating worse than physical cheating sometimes just because they're like, hey, physical is bam, wham, thank you, ma'am, or whatever's clever, whereas mental is like, oh, they may got your heart before they even touched you and so forth, but <laughs> I had to clear it up, you know, especially after that other comment, you know, aesthetics, anesthetics, <laughs> you know, I, mean, I had listen. to clear it up. <laughs> I mean, so, you put our audience to sleep is cool. You know, I mean, you know, I was like, hey, I, I I know words. No, let me stop. But um, anyway, so that's one. In regards to the second piece, I'm actually sad to hear that if she's gatekeeping, regardless if it's malicious or not, um, because a lot of times we know the importance of black fathers in, or let's just say fathers in the community and fathers we? their children. Who's we? We, Who's we as in, in everybody. We as in the black community or people in general? I just want to delineate because maybe not everybody's <laughs> looking at the same way, but go ahead. Okay. So I believe in general fathers are important, but especially in the black community, right? Because we've already seen uh, numerous studies and so forth that claim certain things about outcomes for um, children who don't have their fathers in their lives, right? And so I find it somewhat disingenuous, even if she's not doing it on purpose for her to withhold this man's child, if he's actively in that child's life. And so we have people who's fighting now to be in their child's life because of behavior like hers, whether it's malicious or not, you know, or we have, especially in our community, we have so many black men who say, oh, the mother's keeping me away from the child or the mother's doing that. And now we have a celebrity couple who's experiencing the exact same thing, giving validity to the whole argument that it's the mothers that are keeping the fathers away from their children. And I take concern with that because fathers are important. In other words, you know, fathers matters too. That's a fact. I mean, you know, so I was trying to think of which way I wanted to approach this, right? Because on the one hand, right, if I take take Jeezy at his at his word that he doesn't think she's being malicious, right? The child, I think it's like one, right? So I started to think of some non-malicious reasons why a mother might gatekeep her child, right? So, you know, the child is nursing, really, really young. 
you know, maybe you're kind of like mama bear, right? To where, I mean, I'll be honest, like even for me as a new father, I was very nervous about moving a certain type of way with my kid by myself. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't want to make a mistake. I didn't want to drop the, you know what I mean? I just, there was certainly, it was weird because normally I move differently, but having the kid for those first couple of months. So I could understand a mom maybe feeling like, okay, you know what? You know, I'm overprotective because I want to protect my child. It's not a you thing necessarily. It's just that that's you know what I mean. That was one part. The other part I thought about was in an interview that she mentioned how Monaco, I believe their daughter's name, was kind of helping her cope with the breakup of the relationship. Right. So there's like <laughs> I was joking with my wife, calling it like the you know emotional safety pets, whatever. Like you know when people go on planes, it's like they have this pet to kind of help them, right? And I mean I'm not comparing it. But I'm saying that like it felt like the child was like, you know, kind of like a safe, an emotional support human for her while she was going through these trying times. So I was like, okay, when he says gatekeep, I'm like, all right, maybe she's still a little nervous about him, you know, have handling such a young child, maybe, even though I think he's already a father. So they may not be founded in reality, but I was trying to give her as much grace as possible. But then after I thought more about it. <laughs> And started putting the pieces together, you know, from the gatekeeping of the child. Now, let me be clear. Jeezy is going to say it as softly as he can because he's playing the long game. At this point, this is war, kind of low-key, right? He understands he gains absolutely nothing by setting her off. So my first thought was, oh, he is just putting it very nicely because he's asking the court to make a decision. He is trying to get an outcome without pissing her off because I think he is concerned, like a lot of men are. That a woman who is scorned or who feels like she's been kicked to the curb, that she can do everything necessary to make this transition for them as difficult as possible. And I think that's why I hear the word gatekeep. And he's making it a point to say, hey, I just want to see my child. I'm not calling you crazy. I'm not calling you vindictive. I just want to put it out there. I want the courts to determine how much time I can have with my child, which is brilliant. But on Jeezy's behalf, what I'm going to read between the tea leaves is is that Shorty, right, was like, how dare you, you know what I'm saying, leave, file for divorce, like you making it public that you don't want me. I'm feeling some type of way. Now it's lick back time because after I tried to reconcile, you didn't want to get with this. In fact, you were lucky to get with this in the first place. So now I'm going to make you pay. Number one, I'm literally going to make you pay by making this cheated. He did something, right? I mean, love, like that's the easiest game in the book because it's in the prenup. That's how she can access some more money is by making that claim. And then now they got to go through it. And it could be a simple relationship to answer your question with a woman who's a friend. But again, depending on the language, it doesn't matter if it's broad enough, which I believe it was broad. She can still say, mm, this is a means to try to hit you where it hurts in those pockets. That's number one. And then number two for a woman, this is textbook scorn woman shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can I, can I hit him in the pockets? And can I hit him in the paternity? You know what I'm saying? So it, for me, reading between the lines, Shorty is about to act out. She's about to act a motherfucker fool. She's trying to make this a little bit more difficult than it probably has to be. She is acting out. It's about to be a problem, but I respect the fact that Jeezy is trying to handle this as grownly and as I just hope that she lets him because, um, and I'll say this last thing. It, I get women are hurt and people are hurt and they want to lash out. 
but I also kind of feel like there's a relationship dynamic where I don't think it's the same. And I just feel like sometimes when people feel like they gave you a shot, right, that they don't normally do this. They like their white lean, right? Like I took this chance on you and you rebuffed me. I just think that there's a potential for that type of energy to come back because people who think of themselves in that way, um, I think are even more particularly offended when they're rebuffed. If that may, if you can see, if you understand what I'm saying, it's one thing if we're both kind of equal, but if I, cause I, I give you this analogy, right? I listen to this podcast and this chick was like, if an ugly dude cheated on me, she'd feel some type of way. So the guys asked her, well, if it was a handsome dude, would you feel some type of way? And so she began to explain how she gave the ugly dude a shot. So how dare he, you know, cheat on me, right? Uh, entitlement. But but that mindset of I lowered my standard or I went here for you and you did you you rejected me. There are some people who feel like, how dare you, right? And I think that can play out um in a very precarious way, especially talking about a divorce. But listen, we don't know these people, that's just me kind of somebody. Do you think I'm off? Do you feel like I might there so, might be some basis there? Here's the thing. I, I find it funny that you bring up the whole entitlement piece because um technically she did say she liked her dark meat on the side. On the and, side. and then she ended up making him the main piece. And so I can see some of that. And so, but you making her sound a little nefarious in nature, though. <laughs> nefarious? Hell yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, listen, I, listen, man. I've heard enough stories, you know. And again, when people are hurt, they just go through stuff. So, I mean, that's just my thoughts on it. I don't want to speak. But I wish, listen, we wish them nothing but the best. But hey, I'm going to pass it back to you. Speaking of people who might be doing things for nefarious reasons, okay. right? Weren't you the one telling me about TJ Holmes and... Right, him yeah, Talk and about him. it. Talk about it. So, so tell me guys, about this story. Yeah, so please. if you guys remember, Amy, and you know I'm going to mess her name up, so pray mm, with me, okay. okay? So Amy Roback. That's actually pretty good. You wouldn't get the white woman's name right, but go ahead. <laughs> and TJ Holmes. <laughs> Wait, what name, name right did too. I mess up? What? Okay. I'm just playing. Go ahead. <laughs> so... They were having this affair, um, and they were newscasters and whatnot having this affair. And they ended up getting, yes. And then they end up getting fired for this affair. And so now the, I guess the ties have turned and their exes are now dating each other. And so that got to be weird though. Like, can you imagine walking somewhere and your ex is with your current or how, how does that even work? I'm like, how? And why? And so the the why I can see a little bit because they're like, you know what? Let's see if this could work out between us because if they're together, then maybe we can click too. It probably started off as a joke, like, oh, we should hook up and you know get some closure ourselves, and and then it end up turning to something more than that because they probably met up to basically bitch and moan and complain about <laughs> what happened to them, which was messed up pertaining to the affair or whatnot. And and then somehow along the way, they may have decided that, look, we need to take this public or they may have been like, you know, what, let's go ahead and twist some knives and see how, you know, how it feels when the shoe's on the other foot. But that's just my take on that. What's yours? Oh, well, wow. Wow. I, I don't think this is like the first time I've ever heard of anything like this before. Right. Like, I mean, maybe me personally. So. So, OK, first of all. I've seen them recently, at least on pictures. Amy and, and TJ live in a best life out here. Let's be clear. Like, they're walking red carpets and shit. Like, they are outside, outside, okay? Mm-hmm. So if the other two people were trying to do this 
to hurt them. Good luck with that. I don't, I don't, you know, I think people got to care, you know what I'm saying? To be hurt by this, you know, but I do agree with you. I think it started off as like, Hey, you know, can you believe what's happening? You know, we got to deal with this, da, 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 da. but I will say this though. I can, there's a, in a weird way, I can see how if I was attracted to this person, which you are also attracted to and that, and I was, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there might be in a weird, weird way, you know, it could pop off. And how dope would that be, right? Like if they found love and the people they used to have love with found love with them, like, yo, we should be all good. Like, can you imagine like the Christmas parties? You know, it might be weird at first, right? Because the kids is like, oh, but mommy is still going to be there. And daddy's also going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like in a really weird way, I'm rooting for this non-famous others of the famous people like i hope it works out for them because they deserve they didn't do nothing wrong necessarily they were just doing their best thing and tj and amy found love at the workplace and they found love with each other that would be a nice way to tie this story up in a beautiful bow don't you think no just in time for christmas huh <laughs> we're talking right? about this in a christmas holiday special this is one of them lifetime specials too which what is it um <laughs> So we basically got a real live Christmas special going on right in front of us. So now all we need is the presents under the tree and they're all drinking hot cocoa around the fire um, (laughs) at somebody's house. So whoever got the bigger house. (laughs) No, but listen, in all all realness, though, like there are people because I actually met I was talking to one of my homegirls from college and she and her husband split up or whatever. They both got remarried and they take family trips together like they go out. You know what I mean? So to me, that's dope. You know what I mean? For the kids, for the family, if you guys can cultivate that type of relationship, I ain't gonna lie. This is kind of weird because they obviously both know the circumstances or whatever, but people do find themselves bonding in like, you know, distress situation or a stressful situation. So I'm just saying, I want to wish people the best. I'm in a happy holiday spirit. So I hope it works out for y'all guys. Good luck out there with this relationship. But speaking of splitting up though, I feel like, damn, this is this is heartbreak, the heartbreak edition of this show, right? Because we have talked about several couples. But um, apparently, Deion Sanders and Tracy Edmonds have called it quits after 12 uh-huh. years. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They still got love for each other. The, the breakup was super classy. I guess you don't really expect anything different from both of them, especially given the time they've spent together. So... Um, you know, Dion hasn't had the best year. You know, he started off sizzling, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, things kind of cooled off and losses towards the end of the year with him in Colorado. Um, and so what do you think about the breakup? Are, are you as heartbroken as I am, Tracy Call Me, as as other people might Tracy be call me. in regards? To, oh, did I oh my bad. Go ahead, Esther. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just shut up. Go ahead. I'm gonna just shut up. Um, and so I would just say that. <laughs> I was actually a little surprised to hear the news, right? And but mostly because I didn't know they were together. So (laughs) (laughs) you were today's years old, (laughs) right? And then I was just like, oh wait, I didn't even know they were together. And then I was like, oh, they're such a cute couple. And the fact that they were able to break it off um, in in a way that was um, not toxic, a non toxic break off, you know, which is unheard of in the entertainment industry. Although I understand because she's in entertainment, he's in sports. And so, but for some reason for it's normally toxic breakups. Right. And mm-hmm. so I would like to see it stay that way where, um, 
they stay friends. I think you can stay friends with an ex. So let's see it. Let them be the first example of celebrity friendships that's other than Will and Jada because, you know, they're friends too. <laughs> so That's a fact. Well, listen, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I saw an interview, I think it was, with Deion Sanders and um, Babyface, which was Tracy Edmonds' um, ex-husband, right? Mm-hmm. And it was so cool to see two men um, have a conversation and it was adults, you know what I mean? They, they were, I think they became friends or it seemed like really friendly. Right. And, and they both were like, Hey, we just want to see this woman happy. And so just the way that those guys handled it, I think would be a model for men, right? Like if I, you know, marry a woman who was once married before. And so we got kids, you know, we have a dynamic. And so we would, we'd hope that we too, as men could come together and have the conversation and just kind of, cause like, you know, the relationship's over with y'all. We're starting over here. If you really, you know what I mean? Like if you really want, you know, to see that person happy, then you'd want them to be in the best situation. And if you respect the guy, it works out pretty well. So I just think that like they were probably cut from that cloth, or at least it came across that way that, that having that level of maturity. I mean, yes, Deion Sanders is him. But so is Babyface, right? Babyface is like a legend in the fields, right? So, I mean, I don't... Shout out to Tracy Edmonds then in that case, right? I mean, Tracy out there, you know, she bagging platinum. You know what I'm saying? Like, so so if she called me, I feel like that means I'm platinum too. You know, Loki, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know? I'm just saying, but she is fond though. Let's be clear about that. I'm but, like, where uh, your wife at? Let me look in the corner. Where's she at? No, I'm just who, kidding. Who? You talking about Tracy Edmonds? <laughs> Uh, I'm no. too now. We, we get it clear. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Let her. me like, is she back there with a frying pan? What's going on? <laughs> oh no, she she, she is very kidding. secure in our relationship because of the time that I put in. Aww. And in fact, when I was talking to her about this story, I was like, oh, you know, they were like goals. And I realized, no, nah, low key, we should have been goals for them. I mean, they might be a little older than us, but, you know, we've been hanging tough for a long time. But no, listen, that's neither here nor there. Um, but no, they were together for a long time. I thought they were, you know, a nice couple or whatever. Um, they support each other, they help each other down. So I just think just seeing them like deal with it in a very classy way, kind of respect their privacy. Um, this would be an appropriate time for me to go ahead and, and use my Goldie voice, but there's a part of me that still wants Dion to come to Florida State. I don't know that'd be appropriate if he were to become a coach eventually. But anyways, that's neither here nor there, <laughs> right? But there's one more thing, though. So I'm not going to talk about college football because I already talked about it before, but there was one more thing that you brought up that I figured you might want to touch on because I think it gives you a chance to 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 do a victory lap, I think it was. <laughs> it was something about... As a matter of fact, we both, well, no, I can't victory lap on this one, although I can victory lap on Ebony K from previous. Ooh, that times. sounds a little, little, you know. Yeah, a ooh, that sounds a little. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't mean that in any type of disrespectful <laughs> kind of way. Uh, I'm not in New York. This the the <laughs> I'm about to say something really stupid. Um but I'm glad so you anyways, caught yourself. I'm glad you I, caught I yourself. I, I caught myself. We ain't got no clips, but what did Ebony K say that made you feel like she was validating what she was talking about? Okay, so everybody know that Laura Harvey, for whatever reason, I don't even know. Okay, I do know why, at least my opinion and Ebony's opinion so happen to align in this situation because Laura is dating. And Lori? so we... Laura or Lori? Was that, is that Lori's twin sister? Laura? I'm just... You mean Lori? Oh, my bad. That's you this whole Lori thing. Harvey. Yes, I think she said Laura. Laura's a twin <laughs> sister. But go ahead, girl. You got this. Lori Harvey. I might explain it. Her having a twin, that would probably explain a lot. But go ahead. So, <laughs> I mean, she gets around. But go oh ahead. Oh, my I'm, goodness. That is hilarious. <laughs> no, no. And so, joke, Lori. <laughs> so, with that being said, 
um, she's basically like she's moving like a young woman should move. She's dating. That's what dating consists of. And that the people who are hating on her are hating on her because one, they can't move the way she moves, i.e. date the way she dates. And that includes the proximity to richness and wealthiness, right? The type of men she's dating. And two, they're hating because once again, they can't move the way she moves, where she doesn't lose like, I guess is, um, well, I don't know if she doesn't lose status per se, but she doesn't lose like status. She doesn't lose stature, any of that while she's dating because she's still who she is. And then for the men, they're hating because at the end of the day, they don't have an opportunity to even get a chance with her. And so it's like, how dare you leave this guy who blah, 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 blah. So the moral of the story is that Ebony and I both agree that she's just doing what she's supposed to do as a young woman. And that's dates. Well, let me ask you a quick question, because I think we've had this conversation before. And I know how old you were when you got married. Um, Do you believe that the trend of women getting married later is good or bad for the black community? Oh, that was a loaded question. That's why you sat back. I felt like you crossed your legs too, because I got to cross my legs. (laughs) Oh, that's you bringing up the S word. I see what's happening here. Okay. We shooting. Okay. Let me go (laughs) grab my gun there. Cause that's apparently all I did was ask you a simple question, (laughs) but you want to shoot now. So I I see we're at the okay corral. Just watch your back. And your answers, by the way. (laughs) But I asked you a legit question because you was on some. You was like, "Hmm, let me sit back. Let me sit back. Yeah, you sit back because I almost got you. You and Ebony came like, yeah, girl, go ahead and get your date on until she ends up as old as Ebony K. Having to figure out how old is Ebony K again? She's like, what, 40, about to get um, fertility treatment? I'm not going to give away. I'm not going to give away my thought process on this whole thought. But I asked you specifically a question. Question. Do you think no. that the trend of getting married later in life is a good thing for the no. black community? I think in general that because I did get married young, that I think that women should look to get married between the ages of 28 and 30. So, okay. whereas okay. And, I did that, and so I think she just turned 28. Mm, okay, I'm listening. I'm and listening. so, but between the ages of 28 and 30, and the reason why I say this is because around this time frame is usually, and I hate to use these words, but around this time frame is usually where, nope, I won't even say that. I mm. won't even say that. I won't Catch yourself. That. Catch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I would just say that the trend of getting married when you're significantly older for women, unfortunately, in our community, does not translate to the family dynamics that we need to see in our community because the men are not choosing women who are in their 40s, 50s, or 60s, although it does occur. And so therefore, if <laughs> so therefore it may be beneficial to try to get married between the ages of 28 and 30 or even 32. But Marriage isn't for everyone. And so my disclaimer for that is that because marriage isn't for everyone in today's day, time and frame, because for every reason we have all these different types of relationships, then you do what works for you. And that included those blended families or those blended relationships, whatever relationships are called now. <laughs> no, that's whatever they're called now. <laughs> <laughs> you just throw everything out 
they had the kitchen sink of this answer. Speaking of blended families, I, I didn't know no, we were talking I mean, about blended families. No, no. When I say that, I mean, as far as like for me, I think the biggest, even though marriage has already been shown to be the best institution to build economic and generational wealth, right? And however, if you're the type that's not going to marry or you don't want to marry, then there's financial literacy steps that you can take or financial steps that you can take to ensure that you're still building generational wealth. So it's like having that type of conversation because a lot of times we hear a lot of women who say they don't want to get married for various reasons. We have a lot of men who say they don't want to get married for various reasons. So to answer your question, the trend to marry late does not work well in our community simply because the men are choosing not to marry women who are over the age of 40, 50s, or 60s. Thank you. You know, this was a master class for those people watching. Sometimes you don't have to argue and debate. You know, sometimes you just ask the proper questions, and then you find that the person at the heart, at the core, agrees with at you. At the core. Well, right? I agree with marriage, point blank, period. So I I'm know. a well, as, of marriage. Listen, that's but she still to date. No, okay. Nobody's knocking the dating thing. Okay. Let's be clear. I think a couple of things are happening right now. So number one, I got to just say this because this is an easy, low-hanging fruit. Okay. Of course, Ebony K is going to say that to Lori, right? Because maybe she sees a little bit of herself in Lori, but hopefully she's also going to tell Lori, hey girl, if you don't want to end up like me, here's some things you might want to do, right? Because the problem is a lot of these, a lot of women just don't know. First of all, may not have developed the relationship skill necessary to maintain long-term relationships, right? So maybe that's part of dating. Cool. But at some point in time, you have to have some staying power if your goal is to have a family, is to get married, right? So yes, dating is cool. But I think sometimes the argument is that serial daters or people who are engaging with a lot of people don't really develop the type of staying power relationship skills. They just kind of develop dating skills. You might become a better dater. So yeah, Lori could be a great dater, but is she a great girlfriend? Is she a great potential wife? Is she great in relationships, right? So I think that's the concern, right, to a certain extent. Um, because again, she could end up later on in life not finding a man that she could build with or whatever and having to make some very tough choices. So shout out to Ebony K. Uh, for her commentary, I can understand why she would feel that way. Now, I do agree with you that, um, that yes, I do think people should be getting married younger. I would probably go even younger than that. So I looked it up. Lori is 26, right? I'm going to do a little bit of reverse math just for those people out there. So what I understand it is that 35 is risk, you know, is a risky pregnancy, or I forgot the exact term, but something to that effect, right? High Where you're high risk pregnancy at 35, right? So if you just work backwards from there and try to like, how would I want my life, my love, my relationship to develop, right? So I'm also a big person that believes that you want to have at least a couple of years under your belt married to kind of like figure out your foundation in your relationship. And that can range for people. For me, it might have been four years, right? You know, it could range, right? So if you work backwards from that 35, four years, 31, right? Then you have the dating process, right? So I can see how 28 can work if you meet that special somebody, but also are you trying to have multiple kids? Because then you'd have to move it further back from there to a certain extent, right? And I'm not saying trying to scare anybody from having kids at 35. I've been gone through it. I didn't, I didn't go through it, but we've gone through it. There's a plenty of people. Science is amazing, all that good stuff, but there does come increased risk, right? At the end of the day, 
And so while something can be done and can be done successfully, there's a lot of different risks associated with, I think they would call it geriatric pregnancies, but it feels like that makes it seem way too old for me. But my point is, is that there's risk from that. And so if you want to have multiple kids, so again, if you have a life plan or a vision for what you want your life to look like, I don't think women can assume they have the time that they think that they do have. You get what I'm saying? Just to be honest. Now, to your point, if people are not trying to move in that way, they don't want marriage, they don't want this, that, and the third, that's fine. Hey, you want to be the rich auntie? Then what are we talking about? We got nothing to talk about. But for those people who do want marriage, who do want family, especially women, I mean, let's be honest. Like, first of all, the age of y'all getting your whole phase on is younger and younger anyway. Like, what, 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 what fun? Yeah. Like, I mean, I hate to, I hate to be like that, right? Because so when you think about, if you're talking about a person having certain experiences before they get ready for marriage, people are in relationships and teenagers, teenagers are engaging with each other. I mean, if we don't know that, then I'm sorry to be the one to have to break that to you, right? So if you're engaging at a very early age, what window do you really need to continue to engage to figure certain parts out, right? Because when we start having the body count conversation, which I know is uncomfortable for people to have, right? But it starts somewhere. and again. What type of experience do you want for yourself, right? So if you're 18 and you're in college, which low-key, I feel like college is peak explore, exploratory years. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because you're, 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 you're having a chance to, to live on your own for the most part. You're in a, a, a structured environment. There's a certain level of safety, of familiarity with the people that you will come across and stuff like that. So I think between 18 and 22, that's a great amount of time to like, you know, sow your royal oats, both for men and women, low key. And then from 22 to 25, you're getting your career started. Three years into your career, you should be making a little something. You should be a little able to pay your bills. So when you look at the fact that you've had your social experience in, in college and then you add on like some real world experience three years, that's seven fucking years of being able to get your bearings and shit. At that point in time, you might want to start thinking about settling down if you want to get married and have multiple kids. You know what I'm saying? If that's not what you're trying to do to do you, does that not make sense just from a logic standpoint? But this idea that y'all need to be out here hoeing or whatever y'all call yourselves doing, it's not a phase if it lasts forever, okay? It's a phase. It's a smaller slice. So, I mean, listen, I don't want to sound red pilly or whatever, but I think when guys are having this conversation, that's what they're also saying too, right? They're saying that, look, you know, this idea that you need to be a city girl forever just ain't really worth it. And the outcomes is not going to benefit you. So why go down that road? And I ain't mad at that argument is what I'm saying. I ain't mad. So just to say, clarify, well, actually, I want to say clarify just to say this, because I agree with some of your points, right? I understand where you're coming from. And because I did get married in college to be uh, full disclosure. And so there was value that I saw in marriage, right? And so, but I think that we're the, I, I guess my concern is when we talk about the whole phase, right? Because the whole phase is different for, is identified by like different people consider a different, I don't know, like some people consider somebody whole, they slept with more than two folks, right? Some folks consider them whole, they have 10 folks or 15, right? And so I think that, I don't know what, uh, what her body count is, right? Notice 
<laughs> so anyways, I don't know what her body count is, so to speak. And because I don't necessarily like, I understand why people now, thanks to our podcast and conversations that we've had and so forth, I understand now why some people value that. But I think that speaks to what, once again, who's, who's to say that she's been a hoe, right? Who's to say that someone's moving as a hoe? And why can't she just identify that she's just dating, um, having fun until she gets to the point where she's willing to be serious until she gets to the point where, and this is for all women, until they get to the point where they're willing to be serious. Now, does that mean their time frame and clock has ticked away because the person that they're willing to be serious with is no longer serious with them or want to be serious with them? Well, that's something that they'll have to deal with because that's the consequences of their action. And so what I'm saying, allow people to go through the consequences of their action um, based on the decisions that they make in the present day. Right. They can still plan for the future. But if they're not willing to get serious or they're not willing and they're not or they're not even dating for marriage, because let's be honest, when you're young, you're not necessarily dating for marriage right away. Just like how you describe the college years, like full exploratory and all that good stuff. And so. I just think that, and you told me that she's 26. So as far as I'm concerned, she got two more years. I mean, listen, theoretically, maybe. But I think people use celebrities as proxies to have this conversation, right? So, Mm -hmm. for example, if the whole city girl culture movement, Meg Thee Stallion or whatever, is teaching these young ladies that, hey, it's okay to be a city girl up until your late 20s, early 30s, right? And then when you decide that, oh, I really want this thing that low key you probably wanted all along. And now the men are looking different, right? Your options are looking different, right? So I just think that overall, I do believe that we should promote um, within our community, specifically marriage at a younger age. I think it, 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 there should be space made for people to explore, to grow and to learn and all those different type of things. But I think at the same time, like, it's okay to warn people or to like let people know like choices have consequences. If you value and want to have a family with multiple children, then sometimes like you got to plan that. You got to have some thought behind what does that look like and how to put yourself in the best position, right? I think when we don't do that, we make choices and then deal with consequences mm-hmm. and then bemoan while we're dealing with those consequences, right? We wonder, right? That's why I kind of got on Ebony K because I feel like, okay, if Ebony K said what she said, cool, but maybe I didn't see the whole piece, but I would love to have heard from her at some point would have been, hey, sis, yes, you're doing exactly what you want to be doing, but don't be like me. Or here's some things to look out for because, yes, it's great to be dating, but if you value – because she had this whole thing about how, you know, you know that she was co-signing what I was saying. So I would have loved for her to just add that little caveat too because these young women are watching these women and they're modeling their behavior, unfortunately or fortunately, after these women. And most of them are not going to get the benefit that Lori Harvey is going to get. They're going to deal with guys – who are not going to be rich and famous, going to deal with guys with a little bit of game, a little bit of suave to them or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And before you know it, they're just adding more to their count, right? With nothing to show for it and then lament it. Now all men ain't shit. And, you know, now you get into situation. There is just a, I just think we need to promote family. I think we should promote marriage. And I think we should promote, you know, people getting secondary education and having their experiences. But to me, you know, 18 to 22 college years, you know, figure some things out. 22, 25, 26, start getting your adulting on, showing that you can do it consistently on your own, a little bit of savings, a little wherewithal. 
where Lori's at right now, 26, girl, you better start thinking about selling that ass down. You know what I'm saying? Because even at 26, she'll be with the guy, let's say, for three years, 29. How many kids do you want? I mean, I know you got the money, girl. I know you're going to be young forever. But our community deals with things like Picos. Yes. Our community deals yes. with things like fibroids. Our community deals with a lot of things, especially women when it comes. So y'all want to pretend like y'all got forever. I'm just saying, I'm here for you. Dr. Nick, your gynecologist and OBGYN is here. <laughs> I'm just I need to run that disclaimer on that part right there. <laughs> we also do not provide medical advice. Please seek. We do not. But to that point, though, I will say this, and I think you agree with this, though, S&M, um, for a lot of women who are thinking about just prolonging things, it does make sense to go see your doctor, go see your OBGYN, kind of just know where you are, because I think a lot of people may find that they think they're in a certain place that they're not, and then those choices, they no longer have them. So if you are someone who's open to like waiting or whatever, just at least make sure you know what's going on with you, right? So that you at least add that option, because sometimes people don't do that. And then they no longer have that option and they lament it. So if you're going to try to move in that way, just make sure you know what's going on with you. But I think that's all we got. I mean, what a great way to end. <laughs> Give some gynecological advice or not giving gynecological advice because we are not doctors, nor are we your doctors. And any medical advice given during this particular podcast was for entertainment purposes. Only. <laughs> Only. <laughs> Please be mindful of your choices and the decisions that you make as you move forward in life. <laughs> we about to have a, like a three minute disclaimer <laughs> at the rate we go, we're going. <laughs> Any conversations about contraceptive is not, yeah, but yeah, you're right. We probably, we'll just stop now. How about that? Um, I did enjoy this little quick pop-up. It was a pop-up to your. It was. Quick little pop-up. How about your stuff? You're, anything else you want to get off your chest before we get yeah. up out of here? Nope, I'm good. Unless I can say something that might start a whole nother conversation that men's sperm get old too. And so <laughs> men should be having kids. <laughs> no, that is true. There is some no. truth to that. And and listen, be clear. This is advice as far as getting married younger isn't just for women. I mean, I didn't differentiate. Maybe I should have. because, But I do think that like guys should probably be a couple of years older. So if she's 26 and he's 29, if she's 29 and 32. So this also applies to men. I do think that women develop and mature faster than men. So maybe we take a little bit longer than y'all, which is why we got to be a little bit older. Plus y'all like to date niggas your same age. So yes, but this is advice for both men and women. Yes. I, we, we both, we both are speaking from a first person account. So it's not like we're telling people to do something, not telling people to do anything, but it's not like we're not speaking from experience, right? Cause I was 27, 24, right. And so I was relatively young and made a lot of mistakes. It took us a while. Right. But, you know, we're still here. So we're here. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I love it. I love it. Now we can end the show after I threw that little sperm thing out there, you know. <laughs> oh, you did what? Pause. There should be a pause. I know this may not be a pause. She said, yeah, we can let's do this little sperm thing out there. You do out where? <laughs> <laughs> no, let me clear it up. Let me, let me clean it up. Now that we agree that men and women should consider yeah. getting married sooner rather than later. But, we, but low key, We've already we already knew we yeah. agreed on that. You know what I'm saying? But we about to get up out of here. We'll see y'all when we see y'all, man. Peace. Later. What's up? It's your boy Drizzy Drake, and you are now rocking.